Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Instead of starting you off with a question, Nick, I'm just going to give you a fact. This was Michael Jackson's first number one hit song in the 1980s. And this is episode 80. I thought you were trying to loosen me up, Drew. (laughs) 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 All right, so uh, what you're telling me is Don't Stop the You Get Enough was 1979. 1979. That was his last hit of the 70s. There's two separate trivia questions with different answers, folks. This is episode 80 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Okay, so we're celebrating 1980. 1980. And you couldn't celebrate the best picture that year because it's one of the worst of all time. What is it, Ordinary People? Yes. Unwatchable. (laughs) Yes. Unwatchable. Tenth grade Absolutely. English. Jerry Carreri made me watch it. It's it was the, the hardest. Because here's the thing. When you had English class. But what makes it worse is what it beat, right? Didn't it beat Raging Bull? Raging Bull. Yeah. Right. So I had English class for like 37 minutes, right? So we had to watch it over a whole week. Sure. It, between intro to class and, and whatever And usually it's so your favorite thing when you're watching a movie. Oh, class. I watched Excalibur in the same class. And yeah, I'll, you, you know, it was it, the greatest it, week yeah. I ever had in, in the history so of high school. So exciting when it's uh, watching a movie. It's yeah, cool. that was not. That was a tough week to get through. But but I have a trivia question for you about 1980. So I'm always fascinated by number one hit songs and how they go kind of on and off the charts and how long they stick around and how long their reign is. And okay. I feel like it kind of defines different time periods, too. So Definitely defines different time periods. What number one hit song and one hit wonder ended the decade of the 70s and was the second number one hit of the 80s. In other words, it was dethroned for a week. And then I think I know this. Hit number one again in 1980. I think I know this, and uh, and then rock with you. And the reason I think I know, this, and, I mean, I could be dead wrong. The reason I think I know this is I have once argued that this song contains my favorite guitar solo of the 80s, <laughs> and somebody corrected me and said that song's 79. It and is I was 79. Like, it's 79. So, so I'm gonna take a guess at this, even though I'm confident. Uh, my Sharona? No, and oh. it's you know what's great though about that is if you go look at seventy nine, it came like the the beginning of the fall. So my Sharona's reign was the fall of nineteen seventy nine okay. from like September fifth through like mid October. Okay, much heftier reign than this song. This song had a couple of weeks at number one, the week of Christmas nineteen seventy nine, and then the week of January twelfth nineteen eighty. All right, and you say it's a one-hit wonder? It's a one-hit wonder. That, that fell right in there. Because and, and here's the how Mac... I'm going to ask it in oh, the quiz, because I, I had a clue that I think we'll probably give it away. But what song that mentions a popular drink? Oh, Pina Colada. There you go. Escape, the Pina Colada song right. by Rupert Holmes. See, I would have had that at 79. If you asked me right. what, what, what year that came out, I would have it. It came in Christmas 79, hit number one, and then was also the first number one hit for – or second number one hit in the decade of the 80s. And then Rock With You for Michael Jackson took over for five weeks, which was one of the longer runs of, of that. But I started looking at the songs. The, uh, this is almost like an NCAA tournament we could do between what was the best song. Yeah, what a, time for, what a time Listen for music, Listen to this man. freaking list of number ones, okay? Yep. There's a couple stinkers that get thrown in there. Sure, like, but for, I mean, come on. Look at the last ten number ones. They're all stinkers probably. February 16th. What holiday comes around there? Valentine's Day. So after Rock With You, it got dethroned by what Captain and Tennille song? 
Um, right at Valentine's week. Love is, will keep us together. Nah, that's a good <laughs> guess, but it's do it to me one more okay. time. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh my I got to brush up do on my Captain and Tennille. Oh, horrible. Then Queen took over, right? Five-week run with what song? <laughs> There's so many great Queen songs. I mean, So many great Queen songs. I'll say we're talking 80? Yep, 1980. Are we sticking with the love theme, or is yeah. that, are we off the love yeah. theme? The Somebody word... to love. No, crazy okay. little thing called oh, love. Oh, that man. was, it's a, but the word love right in there. Yep. All right, and then what legendary Pink Floyd song? Nineteen eighty came on board. Legendary Pink Floyd. Legendary, the def- career defining. Oh, brick in the wall. Another brick in the wall. Part, part two. two. You got it. So that hit, and then <laughs> the best is who Pink Floyd loses the mantle to, Blondie for the longest reign during the nineteen eighties with what song? The tide is high. No, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> guess. <laughs> Call me. Call me, okay. Call me had the longest run during the decade of the 1980s. Uh, so it was the whole decade? April, yeah, eight, April 19th through May 24th. So that was the longest run at number one. Okay, is it five weeks? No, not the decade. The eight, the year. The year, the year. Yeah, okay, the year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, six weeks. There was a bunch of fivers. But then Lips Incorporated dethroned Blondie with... I should be able to uh, get this one. They've, they've only had one hit, right? That's right. Uh, <laughs> what is that song? Um... It's, uh, people are probably like screaming can, at the radio. Uh, you can't get it out of d- 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 uh, yep. Funky Town. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> funky Town. Lips and it's a long intro. Right. It is a long intro. So I had to get then through the. You got to get through the long intro. You got to give it to two back-to-back legends because Paul McCartney gets in there for a three-week run with a solo hit that I never even heard. Coming up, it's not. Maybe I'm amazed. Nah, coming up. I don't know coming up. I don't know coming up. Do you want to? I should check it out. Yeah, we, let's give Paul. That's why we're here, folks. We do this Paul, live. Paul seems to write songs I like. Right. It's organic. There's one guy that can write a song that I enjoy. It's probably Paul McCartney. Oh, and it's been remastered in 2011, so you got to love that, Paul. Thank you. I mean, this could come out right now. Right? Hey, WNBC. Here's Paul McCartney. It's Call Me. No, it's not Call Me. It's Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Coming up. Coming up. I'm in. Yeah. Sir Paul McCartney, you've <laughs> done in. it again. How does this not? 38 years known? ago, and I, I don't know this one. I'll put it on the playlist. Get Fish to play this. Yeah, right, <laughs> Seriously. Right, right. Can't you hear Trey yeah. jamming on this little thing? Yeah. Now, if somebody out there in the Fish universe listens to this podcast, get this to the boys. This is right. This is right up their alley. It's a little obscure, but it's good. There's even a part for you hear Fishman's part where the tube. You can do a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Coming up. You hear that? Yeah, this song goes on for like three minutes, eighty seconds more. We get the point. We got it. We got it. (laughs) Good song. Check out. Trying to see if uh... coming up by Sir Paul McCartney. That was July, by the way. So that's the perfect time for that to be. 
a hit song. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Trying to see, Paul doesn't have good stuff on uh, Google Play. Yeah. I got to give up on Google Play and go right to Spotify. Nah, I love Spotify. The, the problem is, is I saved plugs. so many playlists on Google Play that mm-hmm. it's going to take me like probably seven hours to do that to work. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like what I mean? And I just can't. So that. for $10 a month, I just keep paying for so this Google was, Play. This was I don't a hell of a summer. So you had Funky Town starting it off in June, right? McCartney comes up with coming up, and then Billy Joel. What's like a great summertime Billy Joel number one hit song? 1980. So 1980 so Billy be, Joel. So it was before, you know, the poppier it's, Uptown Girl or whatever. Yeah, what do they call that? That eighties Joel. What is this? Isn't there? Isn't there something that's called? I had a team name once called like Blank Joel sucks. Meaning oh, like, like 80, that. Era, yeah, yeah, that era that, of like Pop yeah. Joel, Pop Billy Joel. Yeah, I think Bubblegum he, Joel. They, they called it something though, and it was funny. <laughs> Maybe like let's look that up. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like that era where it was uh, for the longest time and. I mean, it doesn't. It's all coming up positive. That's why I stopped going to Billy Joel concerts because you'd be like, he'd ask the crowd, "What do you want me to play? Summer in Highland Falls, (laughs) or for the longest time, the loudest cheer house?" Yeah, I just missed out on Summer Summer in Highland Falls for 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 the longest time. For the longest time, I'm I'm not coming anymore. Uh, so 1980. There's nothing, nothing negative about Billy on there, which is good. Good for him. That. Keep in mind, you're in July. It's just, what's a great summertime Billy Joel song? Is it more of a deep track, or is it something that's nah, greatest hits? Top 10, for sure. Top 10 all time? Top 10 all time, for sure. No question. I, I, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on which album came out in eight. Oh, so like... It has his genre in the name. There's your clue. It's only rock and roll? It's still rock and roll. Still rock and roll to me. Yep, yeah. yep. So and then, I was between that and you may be right. What what year did you may be right come out? Is that seventy nine? Right in that era. So I I don't know what came first or what came second, but it's the same, same basically uh, same era. Uh, Olivia so that Newton- was uh, Glass Houses, I think, was the album then. Of what? Uh, still rock and roll to me. I think it's been a while. Uh, yeah, Glass since Houses. I've, it yep. is a Glass Houses. Absolutely. It's been a while since so, I went through the Olivia Newton John <laughs> takes over for Billy with magic. I don't think I know that one. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road. Then, for one glorious week at the end of August, while everybody was wearing their polo sweaters on a yacht somewhere, Christopher Cross gave you his signature song that hit number one. Uh, well, so his signature song. There, I feel like there's three of them, but is sailing his signature Sail- song? Okay. Sailing is definitely his signature right. song. Yeah. Okay. So good for him. So, yep, and then uh, another one bites the dust a little bit later on, some Streisand, Kenny Rogers. You may be right, March of 1980, still rock and roll, May of 1980, so, so it was right, right, in that, yep. right in that. And then John Lennon was the last number one hit song in the 1980s with Just Like Starting Over. Okay. So, Lady by wow. Kenny so, Rogers, long run. So that must have been his last, I mean, because he was killed in December of 1980, right? Yeah. So that... That was his last number one. I hit. wonder if that hit when you said that that hit in December of 1980. Yeah, December 27th. So he was already dead. Oh boy. So well, there's interesting Pretty trivia. Sure he unfortunately, was December, that we December just 9th. uncovered. 
Yeah, well, there is the deck or the year in music. I don't plan on doing that every single week, but I figured I'd start it off. Well, we'll do them on the on the on round the numbers. Yeah, yeah maybe in nineties, right? you know, whatever else. Yeah. So uh, I have a different intro. That's my favorite eighties song intro, but I didn't play that this week. What do you got for me in the world of trivia? Since I just gave you a ton of music and little else. Uh, I forgot I was supposed to come up oh, with you're, stuff. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You forgot we're doing uh, the same yeah. podcast we've okay. done for 80 episodes in a row. I got you, I got you. Okay. Uh, you want to give me the most visited website? What is the most visited website? That'll admit to it? or <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the, I don't know how they, they clock these things, but I know that they know that you okay. know. I'm going to go know. with Google as the most visited you got website. It. Google. I mean, I can't imagine it isn't because so many people. I thought maybe just, Facebook. Does that count? Nah, because so many people start off on Google even if they end up at Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, like, Google's does it count? just what you if start you use, with. If you, if you use anything. your phone, though, and go to Facebook app, does that count? Probably not. Not the same way. So that way doesn't count. A, okay. Not the same way as a. Because I feel like there's more people just going to Facebook. Or Instagram that are actually going on websites anymore. One thing that's nice. Does people even use the internet anymore? One thing that's nice. I found this the other day. Instagram takes statistics of how long you're on Instagram a day. And it shows it to you so that you can kind of be like, oh, my God, I've got a problem. Like, I should not be on Instagram. Do you care to guess how much time I spend on our... How much you do? Yes, on Instagram. Now, keep in mind, it's for just the soccer team. I don't have personal Instagram. I don't have personal anything. I don't believe in it. So what am I guessing? How many hours a day? Or how much time a day? Yeah, how much time a day? If you're assuming I'll say hours. Hour, I'll say hour and a half. I'm at seven minutes on oh, average a day. Oh, that's not bad. That makes me – it made me so – it was like the greatest news. It was better than getting a you know a clean bill of health from a doctor. I was like, oh, that's great. That is – that is that's a, that's great. Seven minutes a day on average because I, you know, I go days without checking it. Oops. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So – not a bad, not a bad thing to do though. Check how long you're on Instagram on average. I wonder, like, how much other people's use of social media is annoying other people out there. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's there's there's so much. Like, how annoyed am I going to be when my kids start using social media and every time I look at them, they're taking pictures of their food <laughs> and posting in places? Yeah, I get that. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. What northern Italian rice dish is cooked in a broth to a creamy consist- consistency? That's got to be risotto. It is. It's like a risotto. delicious. I love risotto. Oh. How is that not cream? It doesn't make any sense to me because it tastes like there's milk in it. it but there isn't. It's a basic. It's I mean, how is that even possible? Consistency. Like you're telling me there's no dairy in this. I, nope. Nope. Like, I'm eating milk. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> make that, any sense. How does that whatsoever. make any sense? Nope. But should... very delicious. Oh, very love very it. delicious. What else you got in general knowledge? I got one more for you before we move on to sports. Only one more in general knowledge? One more. All right, let me pick a winner then here. Uh, the 1996 book, The Deep End of the Ocean, was the first to get what honor? The 1996 book, The Deep End of the Ocean, was the first to get what honor? I don't know any awards. I said honor. Oh. Jeez. You want a clue? Sure. This is the honor that could get you to sell the most books. Oh, Oprah's yes. Book Club. <laughs> the first Oprah's oh, Book the Club. First, uh, first of Oprah's Book Club. Yeah, 1996 is the deep end yeah, of the ocean. Yeah, that's a good clue. 
Okay, yeah, so right. There that go. was better than winning any award. If you oh, got an yeah, Oprah's yeah. book club, There's, you're that, a that millionaire. Dude, that dude who wrote a fake book, Million Little Pieces, he still says, gets a lot of people reading it just because. Oh, that was interesting and fake, and on Oprah, I want to see what James he, Gray was that his uh, name? Something, something like, like that. that. But <laughs> he had to go on and apologize. Uh, the the Oprah apology tour, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that they did a South Park spoof on that, where Towley wrote a book like a million little fibers. All right, it, but made it all up. Um, and, and the joke of the episode was eventually somebody goes, hey, you're just a towel. As if, like, that wasn't the obvious thing. thing the whole time. Right. Um, I have a decent one for you. I, I phrased it this way, but I don't know if uh, I might add a little bit more to this. But which Nirvana song is also the lightest metal on the periodic table? Lithium. Lithium. So, boom, I think you got that right away. I don't need to do anything to that question. What do you isn't think? it funny that – isn't lithium like a, a pill I, I somebody takes, people I take? I, I can't be – I remember being in a car with somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Folks, you're about to get a true story. I here. was in a car with somebody, you know, maybe 40, 50 miles outside of Buffalo. Sure. Heading to – I want to say I was heading to either no, I was heading to uh, Detroit, Auburn Hills area. Okay. And the person turned to me and said, "Oh shit!" And I said, "What?" He said, "I forgot my lithium." <laughs> I was like, is, "You forgot your what?" Is, is that going to be a problem? You forgot your what? Lithium. Lithium. Yes. Like the album, she left it behind. <laughs> no, and play the CD when you got no, traveled. No, I think it's something so that like you're supposed the, to take on a regular in the pill basis. Form to, yes. in, to balance out insanity is what you're saying, right? And let's just say we never made it to Auburn Hills. Is that right? Yes, because apparently, of if you the lack of lithium, yes, if you're supposed to take lithium on a regular basis and you don't, bad shit happens. <laughs> Folks, this is a public <laughs> service announcement to everybody in Quizzo You go on a road trip with somebody who takes lithium. Or Make if sure you they yourself have it. need lithium, <laughs> which, again, totally get think, it. I do think that that's a thing. Okay. If I do think I remember that correctly. That's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, good story from the past there, Nick. Let's move <laughs> on to sports. I have an interesting one to start you off. Uh, who had more Heisman Trophy winners in their school's history, Army or Alabama? Well, boy, this seems like a slam dunk for Alabama, but I do remember, I want to say it was before Ingram won it, that I was like, I couldn't believe how few people have won the Heisman Trophy from Alabama, because it was either the first one to win it since the 60s or, or something. So, I'll to be contrarian, say Army. <laughs> Three to two. There's only two winners, and they're the running backs from Bama. Ingram was the first. Okay, that's Eric what it Henry was then. Was the second. Okay, yeah. So I yep. remember seeing Army that had three in like the 1930s, <laughs> right, or whatever it was. Right, right. A right. long time before anybody cared that Army had him. Yep. But Auburn has three too. So Alabama doesn't even have as many as Auburn. So Auburn, if I can name them, Bo Jackson. That's one of them. Did uh, Cameron Newton? He won the Heisman, right? And then, uh, Pat Sullivan, you'll never get that in oh, 1971. Okay. We'll never was the get other it. one. Yeah. You got okay. the other two. All right. So, not bad. But, uh, yeah, Army, 
three to two over <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, how how was Mark Ingram the first person from Alabama to win the Heisman? Well, it just it got me. You know me... what? I bet you it is. I bet it's got something to do with probably reporters not being from the South, right? Sure. Doesn't that make sense? Being biased, Th- that I Northeast mean, bias. That pretty they sure talk Namath about? went there. Oh, he definitely he, went. He there. might have been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what his college statistics were or where he went in the draft, but there's like that quarterback wears fur. <laughs> what do you got for me? I've got a lot here. Glad. How am I going to decide what to ask you? Well, we'll start with this because I have to ask this. Okay. Uh, did you see who scored two goals in their first pro soccer start? Who scored two goals in their first pro soccer start? Usain Bolt. Yes. And I will say what sprinter in in the question, but for you, I was trying to make it a little harder. He's in Australia. Did you see that? Of course I did. Two goals. We called it. Folks. That guy's going to be good at soccer. He's <laughs> he's 33, so he's going to do the rounds and play where it's interesting to him. But, well, but even when he good... slows down, he's going to be faster than everybody in the world. So it's not like – because that's what kills you with age is plus, your speed. Plus he has no mileage on him. Right. He, he hasn't been, you know, run He's running 100 the... yards at a time. Right. He's, he's, <laughs> right. He runs – Track. <laughs> right. Like, people don't run you over when you run track. They don't go for your ankles when you run track. So it's just, you know, he's got a young body, and he's physically, like, the what, the greatest athlete ever? I mean, what, what category quick, do you put him He's the quickest sprinter. He's the fastest, fastest, fastest man ever. man ever, so that's one category to measure it by as far as, you know. It's, it, it is interesting what actually constitutes the best athlete. I would say the best athlete is LeBron James. Because to me, freakish athletics of all those requires yes, and, it, yeah, and just, you have to have some hand-eye coordination. Sure, like like Phelps as a specimen is a freak, but like, can he swing a bat? Can he shoot a what ball? What about like can Ichiro? He... Guy's an absolute genetic freak. Ichiro, like he just he can contort his body in the most ridiculous ways to hit the ball basically anywhere, which is. In my opinion, the hardest. It's hard in sports. for me to take a baseball player though as the greatest athlete. You know, I agree. But he does everything. He runs. You know, all I that mean, stuff. Bo Jackson though at one point sure. between being able to Deion play baseball Sanders, and you know, yeah, Dion for sure, ridiculous athlete. So the conversation could go on and on and on and on. All right, I got an interesting one for you. What former Patriots linebacker is now the head coach of the Tennessee Titans? Vrabel? Yeah, Mike Vrabel. He's the head coach, okay, because he yes. did a great job somewhere last year, didn't he? As a coordinator. Was he a defensive coordinator at, at Tennessee last year? Possibly. Okay. Then, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember him turning around some defense like the, last yeah, year. Yeah, the defense, like, whispering in the ear of the ownership. You know who should be the coach instead of that guy. He didn't do much as far as the offensive line. Didn't uh, Didn't the Ravens sack them 11 times <laughs> last week Which or is something? crazy because they are supposed to have a good offensive line. You know what I mean? They've got, like, <laughs> talented players. Too, yeah, that's, no, that's too many. No good. That's too many. Well, Drew Brees goes up against the Ravens D this week, so don't like uh, that. Yeah, he'll be riding the bench. <laughs> I was right. talking to somebody last night who's going to play uh, Bitchel Trubisky over oh, well, over Drew Brees. That's that's. Did you see the numbers that bitches put up though? Yeah, yeah you know. I don't think yeah, they've been in, but but it's all like, uh, win last week because right. he had that six touchdown game. He was going to buy last week, but he's got talent around him. No, no, last week he had uh, the Dolphins. Oh, that's right, the twenty-eight twenty-eight game against Brock Brockness. They're on a buy. Yeah, this the week. heist. The heist. <laughs> I love that nickname for it's a great for Osweiler. Nickname. All right, uh, you want to give me one, and then I'll give you my last one of the sports round before we move on. Yeah, I got, two, I got two. I got two. I got two more that I have to get to Good. today. So I'll give you this one here. Do you give me one. I'll give you. What one. was you the best-selling Major League Baseball jersey of the year? Who had the best-selling jersey this year? 
Major League Baseball. I feel like you wouldn't ask this if it was like a Yankee. Because, like, why would you want to glorify them and, like, have an Aaron Judge answer? Ugh, that would make me nauseous. You got it. Oh, it is. <laughs> All rise. Yeah, well, I mean, that was going to be I... my first guess just based on... Well, I mean, now that the Yankees are out of it and oh, their season mind. was that, yeah, now it's all laughable to me. Well, but but then in I the was mi- in mid season, I would have been bringing this stuff up. On the other hand, you know that I know that, so that's why you would ask that question because you know that I know that I know that. So now I got to play like game theory in my head about <laughs> yeah, you're, you're taking the answer, Aaron, Aaron Jones. I had this happen to me all the time where teams are like, "Oh, I thought it was a trick question." Yeah, I, I, like, I get that a lot. You should have just answered the question. Right, I wasn't trying to trick you. I was trying to make. Here's the thing, folks. We need in any given round between five and seven answers to be relatively obvious for this thing. Because I, I want to go home. Well, right. <laughs> I can't and, have and you if there. You hear ten questions that are right. going to make your mind bend in a round. It's not fun. Right. So you got to get some right. right. My perfect round five. You know, most teams should be able to get five without much thought. Yeah, to I it. want the guy who plays at the bar alone. Three to be able talkables, to get five. one impossible, and right. then one That's you know maybe for you guys story. to guess at. Yeah, I'm not talking know? about the formula for the other three. They'll right. have to figure that out. Every right. round's different. That's all I could say. Some three of them are impossible. Some right. three of them are gettable. That's just how it goes. Uh, all right, my last uh, sports question is going to be a twenty pointer that ends the round. There's two major league baseball teams, Nick, that have never been to the World Series. Do you know them? One in each league? Yeah, I should be able to get this. There's also five that have never won in addition to the two that have never been there. It's a different question, but I may ask it eventually. And I will give uh, credit to our uh, one of our loyal uh, loyal players out there in the Crizo universe who submitted this question, uh, Chris, who is a uh, a baseball coach in addition to the oh yeah I know Chris yes to the fine Quizzo player that he and his uh, team is but but the he's an Italian guy too right he sure is and he sent me this uh, this question and I had to answer it while I was hosting a different game uh, and he's like you didn't Google the answer did you and I did not Chris I did not I just knew it I got them all. Got all five, and what I did was I started scanning in my head division by division by division. I was like, uh, all right, and then I came across one and did it again and came across one, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, makes sense. I don't remember the Colorado Rockies ever being in the World Series. They were. They were in the Jeez. one World Series, but they're one of the five. Oh, they got swept won. by the Red Sox. Yeah, they never won. That's what it was. All right. Have they won a game in the World Series is a different question. <laughs> so. You it is a different head. question. As soon on. as I said it, I don't remember them. I was like, yep, that's oh, right. Yep, they got yes, swept they in that It was the 08, 2008, I think. Because the Red Sox won in 06, oh, f- 08, right. and 13. And I don't think it was 13. Uh, wasn't it 04? Oh, so it was the curse year? Was it 04, 08? No, 04. Wasn't 04 the Or maybe 04, year? 06, and 13? Sounds right. Yeah, Sounds right. that's right. 04, 06, and 13. Yep. All right, so... Yeah, you don't want to run into that team. I thought Red Oh, Sox- the Nationals have never been. That's correct. Yes. Oh, I missed that. Absolutely. Stupid. The Nationals are the National League uh, representation. All right. I'll give you a clue if you want to get through so the, the last one. AL East has all been there. That's obvious. Okay, then we can go. The White Sox have. Indians have. Twins have. Tigers. Tigers have. Then we've got uh, Texas has. A's have, Astros have. Oh, the Mariners. Mariners. Yes, sir. That should have been easier. Sorry, Seattle. Sorry, yep. I took, sorry I took so long. No, no. You're good. You came to the right answer. I didn't have to give you a single clue. Give me your last one, then we'll move on to geography history. All right, so this is going to be a two for 10, all three for 20. 
and you have five correct answers. Since 2000, name the five pitchers that have had 3,000 strikeout seasons. There's been five pitchers since 2000 that have had 300 strikeouts. You said 3,000. Sorry, 300. Yeah, 300 strikeouts. Like, yeah, 3,000 strikeouts is a big number. That, that's a career. That's, that's like <laughs> that's a, a big number, number you try to aspire to. Yeah, that's career. your Hall of Fame career. Okay, so one more time. Since 2000, how since many guys? Since 2000, five, five guys. guys. Okay. I want you to name three of them for the 20. Two Pedro, for 10. Pedro Martinez. No. Oh, Randy Johnson. Yes. Lord. Mm-mm-mm. How could Pedro not have been on that list? He probably did it in 99. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure when when his strikeout career peaked, but it was probably the 90s. I feel like he got a lot. He missed a lot of innings. Roy Halladay? No. So I'm out. You're out. What else you got you besides got four the left. big unit? You want him? Sure. Kurt Schilling. Oh, that was units. my. Oh, it was either between Halliday and Schilling that I was going to mention as a as the Philly. See, this guy. I didn't even mean to bring this one. This guy up, but Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sure. It's a coincidence. That would have been a. Uh, Chris Sale. Okay. And a guy who did it this year. Oh. Any guesses who did it this year? Uh. Yeah, you're, is, you're a Mr. Met. It, it's the guy that's going against him for the Cy Young. Oh, okay. Who? Scherzer. Scherzer. Max Scherzer. I think DeGrom's going to get to Cy Young. Why not? Did you see that thing I sent you? Yeah, where... it's the craziest thing in the world. With, with, if he had, if he had three runs, runs, runs. If he got four runs. 30 wins. He'd yeah. be 30 and one. All right, let's move on to geography history. Got a couple of, uh, couple of interesting ones for you. You know what U.S. City's name in Spanish means? The Meadows. What U.S. cities? Las Vegas. Hey, the Las Vegas, the Meadows. The beautiful. Did you see one. who Las beautiful Vegas Lights just named as their new head coach slash uh, technical director? No, I did not. You have met him. You have been in a room with him, shook hands, said hello, hung out. All right. Eric Winalda. Okay. Good to see he got a job. He got a job. All uh, right. We're in this category. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. You want to give me the two states with the coldest winters in the continental U.S.? Ten points each. Mm. What two states have the coldest winters in the continental U.S.? Well, if it ain't Alaska. Oh, in the continental U.S. Yep. So, but does that does Alaska win if it's the... Yes. Okay. Alaska has the... That's why it's the continental U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to I could have go... done two for ten, three for twenty, and thrown Alaska in there. I'm going to go but... with... Um... North Dakota? Number one. Because those are also tricky. Well, I would have thought North Dakota would... I, in other words, my the number two w- was my number one. Were you going to go with Montana? Is well, you still know? have another guess at this. Yeah, so what's what's colder than... North Dakota? Well, no, it's not cold. It's number two, sorry. Right, North right, Dakota right, is right. number two. It's by like a, a percentage of a degree. Yeah, I know Minnesota is pretty damn cold. That's number two. So that's that was going to be my second yeah. guess. I think Montana is probably in northern that range Minnesota is, is just brutal. brutal. Yeah, right. it's like yeah. twelve degrees no, they average tell you, temperature. Yeah, they tell you it's like that's where you know uh, what's the grumpy old men <laughs> takes place. Like, oh yeah, does that take place ice, in northern ice Minnesota? Station and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, that, that's cold up. That's there. what I picture. It that would have been my guess is the coldest, but North Dakota clocking in a little colder. 
Apparently, yeah, North they're, they're Dakota. not coming to look for you in North in North Dakota or Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like the zombies all hit. They're gonna kind of stay away from that. So that might be a good thing. To... Yeah, I'm, I think North Dakota is really where to head. If the zombies <laughs> come. Right. Just... Here's the problem, though. I would want to be by water. I, I think yeah. the move is to stay by a body of water. Yeah. I'd rather get out to see the and, yeah that that, that's, that way. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Eventually, just North Dakota, there's nowhere to get to. All right. Well, speaking of places that have uh, nowhere to get to, can you name the two landlocked countries in South America? Two countries yeah. in South America have no borders with water. No borders with water. That should be a thing. All right. So I know 100 percent that one of them. Ends in a guay. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you have a question about <laughs> South America, you can bet 50-50 that one of them ends in a guay. I, I know for Here's sure. Here's a strategy for you. It's one of the guays. It's the guay. And then the other one is in the upper left-hand corner area, but not on the border. So the guay, I'll say... Is Paraguay. Paraguay yes. is the correct answer. It is not Uruguay, which is in between Argentina and uh, Brazil. Okay. Now, the other one, it's not Colombia. It borders Colombia. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's Peru. It is not Peru. Uh, Ecuador or Bolivia? It is... Bolivia. All right. I couldn't picture which one was in the right spot there. You know, and I didn't think it was Ecuador, so I was between pretty much Peru and Bolivia. I think somewhere there's like a made-up country that they used in that. Uh, Makes uh, sense. Why in that Richard Dreyfus, in that Richard Dreyfus uh, movie. Did you ever see that? Which one? The Richard Dreyfus movie. I think it was uh, "Blame It on Parador" or "Moon Over Parador." Yeah, I, I definitely have seen that, but Do you remember anything about it? I, I don't I don't think so. So he basically he goes to shoot a movie in some like fictional South American country. It might even have been fictional Central American country for all I know. I don't all right. know. And uh Raul Julia is like the uh the chief of staff of the president, right? They got this popular president, he's kind of a dictator. Okay. Right? So he goes shoots this movie and does this great impression on set of the dictator of this country that people laugh at and whatever. So he gets invited. Oh, by I Raul think you Julia told me to about this movie before. That that that's what I'm familiar with. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think right, I've ever seen this. It was right around the same era as Let It Ride, which is our favorite right. Richard Dreyfus movie ever, and he's it's a great role for him. So anyway, long story short, President dies having sex with a mistress. So Raul Julia doesn't want to lose grasp, uh, you know, grasp on power. So he puts Richard Dreyfus into the presidency dressed like the president. Okay. And he basically plays him for like. Almost six months. Okay. And, like, dictates policy and does whatever else and, like, keeps up appearances and, you know, uh, it's it's a whole thing. But literally then, like, at the end of it all, escapes back to the United States and just gets off a plane and is, like, back to being an actor. Back to being a regular actor. Right. And people are like, hey, what were you doing for the last, you know, year? He's like, just doing a gig. <laughs> so that was a good, uh, good flick. How do you feel about the word colloquial? I hate it. It's a bad word, isn't it? It's too much. It does not roll. Is there another? Is there a synonym I could use for colloquial so I don't have to use that word? Uh... <laughs> Maybe just 
get rid of it all together. But anyway, here, here's your question. Gypsies. Okay. Is the colloquial Collo- name colloquial. for what people? Romanians? Yes. It's like, you know, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah. I just gypsies thought gypsies or... were like people that traveled around. Uh, oh, it's it's and, used like that, but yeah. it's, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was... No, they, they had it Romanians. bad too. Like the Nazis got them in concentration camps and didn't treated them the same way they, oh, yeah, they you don't treated hear, the Jews you don't hear and whatever else. Now there was a huge like Romanian extinction. But I'll say this: like, have you ever gone Google Earth and looked at Transylvania? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Did, did yeah. I show you that? Yeah, we did. We did do that. I forget what the purpose was, but we did were... we do that on air? Yeah, I think we might have. It's it's not. It, it's one of the more disturbing things I've ever come across in my entire life. Yeah, it's tough land. There were so many graveyards, Nick. Yeah, it's just, it's just. A there tough, are a lot of graveyards, and like the fact that there were so many graveyards really freaks me out. Like, if you were like, "Oh, where are you? I'm in Old Transylvania," and there's just graveyards everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of thing, like where like the real stuff happens. That's not like pumpkin patch down in South Jersey spooky. That's like you never get seen again spooky. Right. Yeah, it's like going to the uh, Saudi Arabian embassy in, in right. Turkey. Yeah, there you go. Smart move. Why would you even go to Turkey? I, I have no idea. That all doesn't make a lot of sense to me. There's a couple, like Libya apparently has like these great Roman ruins that you can go see in Libya. Like, I, I'm not going. No. I'm not going to <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Something is 45 miles east they shut of Tripoli. Down, I'm not going. They shot down the soccer league in Egypt for like six years because of riots where like thousands of people were trampled and killed. So it's like you. That is going to be like the hardest thing about, to to not go see the pyramids. I just can't imagine not doing that. I'm good. Yeah, totally good. Fine. <laughs> I Google Earth it. It's lovely. Don't go go on that ride at uh, Epcot, Soren. Oh, see the, the pyramids. Uh, virtual <laughs> right, reality. Right day, over bro, the, You'll be able to I'll sit fly the right over those pyramids. Being built. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would go with it. All right. Let's. Uh, you got anything else in geography history? You want to move on to entertainment? I'm fine either way. I'll give you one more. Go for it. End it. What is the earliest known civilization? The Mesopotamian? Yeah. Mesopotamia? Yeah, that was easy. Yeah. It's, you know, that's the they're also called the Sumerians. Sumerians. But yes, they're yes, from Mesopotamia. Yes. Either yeah, or. The Tigris and Same. Euphrates, right? Where they Older are. than the Egypt. There Egyptians. There you go. Yep. Um, God knows what was around there. That must have been a weird time. <laughs> you just wander around like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you want to you wanna gang up and start... I learned something that I never would have thought of uh, recently, which is like a lot of our science and math and all that comes from the Middle East. Sure. We're, we're a lot more influenced by the Middle East than, than we, we would, think. Than we, than we think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's that, yeah, that algebra is absolutely true. Is absolutely Arabic, true. You know? yeah, so. All right. Uh, let's move on to entertainment. Um, all right. This is I got a couple of interesting ones, to, totally different genres for you, a little bit in the music category. But uh, do you know what songs reference to heavy metal thunder helped give heavy metal music its name? Yeah. yeah. Steppenwolf uh, was uh, born to be wild. You right? got it. Yeah. That's how heavy metal got its name, right? That's absolutely right. Heavy metal thunder. Yeah, I remember seeing like, with the wind. like Led Zeppelin is considered like the first heavy metal band. Yep. But like I don't consider them heavy Not metal. Really. I consider them classic, classic rock. rock. Sure, like that that fine line. But I don't I don't consider uh, Steppenwolf heavy metal either. It's just I guess that line from Born to No, be but wild. I, I guess I consider uh, like Ozzy, what's Ozzy's band? Yeah, yeah, Megadeth, the Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that to me that would be the first the like first heavy real, metal. Yeah, yep, no question. All right, what do you got in entertainment? 
then it spurned that whole like foreigner and journey garbage Boah. that just that, that turned into poison and warrant. <laughs> right, right. That's what it turned into. Right. But that genre of uh We're gonna go on the female scale. <laughs> like full on. It's like these guys do not have enough makeup and lipstick. It is funny, we were talking about Queen earlier. How did Queen do it and manage to just nail it? I give Yet from Foreigner God. is just like turn this off. Hot blooded <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like David Coverdale from White Snake, you know, Oof. with the chest hair and yep. whatever else. I love watching the, or seeing the old pictures of David Hasselhoff doing that whole music thing in the mid '80s. Right, just because hilarious. Oh, so what the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I can't imagine being a fan no. of, of that. <laughs> of course not. It's just so great. Where are you at with the band Rush? Yeah, I like Rush. Do you? Yeah, I appreciate their musical skill, which, but you know, like Geddy Lee, I can only listen to so much of him in a row. So, like, there's the drumming, a, he's the drummer, yeah, right? You, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Dave uh, Neil Pert's the oh, drummer. Oh, Neil Pert's the drummer. Yeah, Getty, okay. Alex Lifeson, Geddy Lee, and Neil Pert are three members. Right, they're a trio, right? Yeah, yeah, trio, Canadian trio. But they they have one song that just crushes it. What's the song Do you called? Hear it? Easily my favorite song by them, and I don't even think it's close, but that's my opinion. Yeah, because there's parts of their music I like, but then a lot of weirdness that I am not into. Alright, so I, I do know this one, I think. Do they still tour? Yes. See, I can imagine when these guys were out and popular that I would just overlook them because there was so much good music out. Yep. But nowadays, since I haven't heard anything new that's good in so long... You can sort of rediscover sort of, like, stuff, rediscover yeah. stuff, yeah. Like, I started listening to The Outlaws a couple of years ago, yeah. because it's like, nobody else is making good music, might as well dig some new shit up from the past. Yeah, especially as three people making this, and they're right, all like cream. very skilled, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of different twists to it. Yeah, that's where they lose me. Like, it seems like they build momentum, and then they just go into this Middle one, Earth or whatever. Who, this band? Yeah. This one follows through pretty much the whole way. It just it's a build.
I don't know what the hell he just said, but it seems really profound. It, I'd have it to go. It profound, but I don't think you want to look too deep nah, in those lyrics. Not. I heard like modern music and machinery. Yeah, 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 all this machinery <laughs> making modern <laughs> yeah, music. Nah, nah, but nah. when this was done in the early '80s, that's what the synthesizers and all that crap came in. Yeah. This song is called "Spirit of Radio." Okay. And like, I love the opening line is all about how just like a crappy day that everyone has to live can change with a soothing voice and a great song. Huh. That's the whole. The spirit of radio. Yep. Got it. There's one great bridge here that hits in this song after a little bit of the solo where they get like a little reggae. Now I have to follow through with it because. But it's okay. I'll scap one of the questions that no one wanted to hear anyway. Right. I'll even ask it to you while the song's still playing. George, George Harrison is the last person crossing the road on one album cover. Abbey Road. There you go. If I asked it the other way around, you Who's think the you would have gotten it. First is Lennon. You know okay. That. You know who the second is? Paul. Ringo. Okay. Goes is Lennon. it behind me somewhere? It is. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you we have right that there. somewhere? Yeah. Yep, you can see uh, it yeah, that'd, right be to, that'd be tough to... That'd be tough to... Absolutely. Throw one my way while they're playing this, because this sure. song goes on for... What does Sam Crow stand for? Sam Crow? Yeah, in a popular TV series, what does the initial Sam Crow stand for? I don't have the Sam slightest You don't idea. have it? You don't have any slightest? No, You I never watched Sons of Anarchy? No. Oh, why did I think you watched that? Nah. Never All right, scrap it then. I, I guess something else for you. Okay. Uh, what or what does it stand for? People want the answer. Jesus, can't ask a question without the... Uh... All right, so Sam Crow is like the nickname they give themselves. Okay. And it stands for Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club Redwood Original. There you go. Sam Crow. Sam Crow. They're coming up with a sequel to that series. Did you see that? No, but that makes sense. Yeah. It's about time that thing got remade. It's the, it's the rival motorcycle gang in ah. the show. The Mayans. So. For those of you who like the... What do you think? Good. That song is a good song. I like that song a lot. Yeah. That's, I don't know if the whole band follows through with it's better that than good Tom of a song. Sawyer, you know, which, which is, is sort of the song knows. that is the only one that I knew, and I never really liked that song. Nah, so I, I didn't like that either. I, I looked no further uh, into the band. There's another couple of great songs. Uh, Limelight is an awesome song. Closer to the Heart I don't like as much. Uh, Working Man is a great song. Uh, YYZ. Awesome freaking song. Subdivisions, Fly By Night. These are all really... Uh, Fly By Night, I know. Yeah, uh, that's... Uh, I'm iffy on that one, but... Uh, yeah, I wonder how many bands are out there that I've, I've heard their so one good. hit that I don't like, and then I just never looked any further into them, but that's definitely how Rush... This is another one of those like underrated ones that they've got. Uh, how long is it? Because I think I hit that Getty Lee point that like, you were talking about. It's like... 12 minutes long this one. <laughs> right. This is their closer. Unfortunately, yeah, we're not I don't have posts. 12 minutes. Oh, no, no, no. No, you hit the Getty Lee point in one song. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's I'm saying. Like, if you have a whole concert of it, you're just... Well, that's you're what like, I'm oh, wondering. No, 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 no. They, they do sound like they'd be awesome in concert. They, everybody swears by them. The people that love them swear by them. They're yeah, hit them with the Hines. Yo, John Hines. He knows music, too. So Yeah. Uh, what do you got? What we're is, in entertainment. Yes, who has hosted... More game show episodes than anyone in history. Ooh. Who has hosted? Alec Baldwin. 
<laughs> no, but he's back at it again. What was <laughs> he was calling for uh, the overthrow of Donald Trump. So the it's overthrow. like, okay. okay. Okay, buddy. Let's install you. Uh, how about um, Bob Barker? That's a great guess. Not the not the right not answer. Right. Oof. Wink Martindale? Nope. Uh, if it ain't Barker, I don't know who I could throw on that. Uh, oh wait, wait, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Oh, why? Why? You know why? Because I don't even think of it as a game show. I think of <laughs> I, I think of Jeopardy at a whole other level. Well, and the, and the thing is, since he hasn't even been hosting Jeopardy as long as Sajak's been doing Wheel of Fortune, I should. But Trebek did shows before. Ah, uh, gotcha. So there you go. All right. Yeah, he Alex, was on a and he's retiring of... finally. So that job's coming up. Who yeah, twenty twenty. Go? Right? Is that the? Yeah, who do you think they're going to go with? If you could, if you could name a replacement right now for Alex, I'll Trebek. say it right now. I hope they grab somebody I don't know and never have seen before. That's that. I be think you go fresh and new don't, person. Don't Drew carry me? No, with no. the Alex Trebek role. Don't, not Alex Baldwin hosting oh. Jeopardy. Right? Like, no, just don't tarnish. Yeah, don't put the, a celebrity in there. Yeah, nobody don't. you know. I mean, literally, that show is so great because of Alex Trebek. It's true. So you need to find a no namer that is just like Alex Trebek. Don't. Don't come in with a guy who wants to put his personality into the show. That's what makes that show so great. Is Trebek is just so dry. He's so in command. Right. Yeah. He just he runs it the way it's supposed to be run. Yes. <laughs> it's, that show is exactly run like a, time, military. like a military <laughs> so, operation. Yeah, exactly. There's only there, so, listen. The, get your chit chat out. Here's 22 seconds. And when you chit chat, don't chit chat too long. Don't try to be too funny. No. Just, I'm getting one comment back on it, and we move on. Yeah. And That's if you it. try to get goofy. He will lay you down. Lay you down. No, no, no. He doesn't like that. He's not a big. He's not a big fan of that. Hey, uh, do you know what Notorious B.I.G.'s real first name is, Nick? Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Can't Biggie Smalls. See. Biggie Smalls. It's not big. Oh, man, how do I? I, I definitely know this. Well, draw, when I ask it, when I ask it the other way around, people get it very easily. When I sure, ask it sure. this way, it's harder. Which is why multiple choice doesn't work for me. Man, why? I don't biggie, know why biggie, I'm Biggie. Can't you see? What's your favorite Biggie song? My favorite Biggie song, and I don't know if it's credited to him or not, is "Mo Money, Mo Problems." I know he sings on it, but is that would that be considered Puff Daddy, or is that? No, he sings on it, so I think that definitely. Uh, this is my favorite, but it's uh, explicit. So I have juicy, to, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> You're gonna play without even knowing it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, juicy's fantastic. Big Papa's good. It's underrated. Problem is, like all of these things are. I'm gonna quickly say a, a name just for the sake of time, but then I'm gonna ask if I'm wrong that I get a chance to think about it. Okay, a little bit longer. Chris, yes, Christopher uh, Wallace. Okay, I thought it was Chris, but I just couldn't come up. Yeah, with isn't the... Christopher Wallace also like a news host or like something? Wallace, is George Wallace. No, that's a that was like a governor or something. Oh yeah. I think it was like a racist. Southern yeah, yeah. Southern racist governor. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Wallace might be a sixty minutes correspondent. <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would have been funny if like sixty minutes with like a segment of Christopher Wallace but it was the notorious BIG. You know what I mean? Because they could do that on Saturday Night Live. It's like do a whole show where it's somebody with the real name of a person that's supposed to be doing something, but you know, the alternate person doing it. Right. So that's why I should write for Saturday Night Live. I'll go after that job next. I'm friends with Pete Davidson. True or false? Pete Davidson got his engagement ring back. I heard true. True, he did. He didn't get the pig though. 
pig is staying Ariana. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Did he want the pig back? I don't think. What's so. the name of the pig? Uh, it's uh, Notorious Pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> piggy, piggy, piggy. That was the inspiration for the Christopher Wallace question. That's a was great. Reading that's about great. That I almost named thing. my dog Biggie. Yeah, you know, that's a good name that's for. A I dog. came to my senses. Right, you want to uh, throw one last one at me before we call it a podcast? Sure. What singer's father announced an upcoming tour that will feature the singer's hologram and voice alongside a backing band? Well, the good news for Michael Jackson is that his dad's dead, too. So he, <laughs> so can't, can't, he can't disgrace him like this? Right. Okay. But you would imagine You're on since, the right, you, you're on the right since track. you do not know Prince's dad or who is Prince's father... And you would imagine since he is the only artist that I think would draw enough interest to care about this on any level, I'm going to guess Prince. It's a great guess, but it's not right. Really? Well, I'm very happy to hear that, actually. Especially because Prince is now like, is he slinging like mayonnaise on TV and stuff? Like, dude, dude, I heard he the never worst did thing a commercial ever, his whole ever. life. You know that outfield song, I Love Your Love? Yeah. Chooses on a vacation. Sure. Right. So, like, like what's that... Uh... I almost want to throw my box out and get a new brand, but what's that fabric softener sheet? Bounce? Yeah. So th- they have, like, the guy- like the guys making an acoustic jingle to the tune of that song about bounce fabric softener, uh-huh. and I wanted to just hang myself. I, I have to play it for you because it's so say, How does that even sound like, yeah, how does bounce fabric softener? Yeah, well, I'm not the only one... Uh, Complaining I'm not the about only one, <laughs> <laughs> the only one looking at this, folks. Should I turn this TV? This, can I turn this? Oh, jeez. But they only see his wrinkles. I gotta know how much money they got paid. Because you you have tarnished your legacy. Do they have anything folks. else? Like, does the outfield have another hit? Do they have no. any any means of? Absolutely not. So they're just out of money. It's just like, but but. And Spotify getting played. But I'm sorry, was that know, the worst? That's mean, the worst. Thing was that the worst saw. thing yeah, you've yeah, ever come across? The worst. I I almost want to see. You know who ever came up with that ad hemorrhoids campaign campaign for a Ring is, of Fire is dead. Oh god, that's they're brand new, man! I just saw that on TV at the doctor's office. Yeah, today. that ad campaign. Your the, the, the uh, job was, is I, I was not intact. I was at this like, point. oh was man, so bad. like somebody approved that on the highest levels of companies, and like, a, so you it, think a million dollars gets that done? Well, you think I, at this point, if you're the outfield, somebody's going to give you, you a million me? dollars? You could live for the rest of your life on a million dollars once you get to be a broke artist who had one song in the '80s who's publishing you probably yeah, sold so you, t- for you take the million a bag of cocaine and i'm not and, saying they got a million party. i'm just wondering if that's uh, the number that gets it done i don't even think you have to get close to that really i mean really Gosh, if you only have one song one chance to sell it yeah but out. you but you I, I would guarantee they probably don't even own it they all they would have to pay is a licensing to redo the tune and pay the mechanical royalties on that. Oh, uh, really? So it's more about getting that guy to embarrass himself with the guitar. So how do the Stones manage to own? Because they yeah, kept... because they never gave away their publishing like idiots. Oh, so you're saying the outfield just uh, gave it away at some point? I mean, probably. I'm not assuming. I, I'm not Most assuming anything. Though. I'm just saying, you know, if you were living in that time and you had a hit song, you say that's that's long gone sold. <laughs> <laughs> that song is long gone sold. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> go listen to the horror stories out there in the music industry. Well, I know, uh, like I knew Michael Jackson owned half the Beatles catalog. Yeah, my only question with the outfield show is, do they play? That's your what Michael love Jackson to start and close, or do you do you get like I always want to know this? Do those songs with only one, those bands with one song? Do they play it twice? Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's right. They do. So that's my criteria. Do they play it three times? Is this sort of beginning? <laughs> right, it's like Rocky middle, Top. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this yeah. is our acoustic version of that song. Now yeah. we're going to rock it out. Now here comes our special guests. <laughs> you know, like you're you're playing that constantly. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Uh, anything you want to send us off with well, on d- episode 80? Do you want another guess on who's going to be on Hologram Tour? Oh, yeah. I didn't even get that question right. So we got to we gotta end with an answer. That would help. Um, so not Prince. Single person. Yes. Single person, and it's his dad set it up. Her dad. Her Whitney Houston. Why would I want to say that? Her dad set it up, and she's dead? Yep. Selena? Amy Winehouse. Oh, my God. We'll be going on tour as a hologram with with an actual band, though. So dead Amy Winehouse appearing <laughs> at a— How sad is this whole that's thing? That's not good. Yeah, that's not the same thing. No, it's that's not. not the same thing at all. No. Like you had Prince, it's like all young, right. The guy had a, a life. Yeah, he was almost whatever. sixty years old. Yeah, it's she like, was twenty seven. She was like a known drug addict no, the whole time. Th- it was like super depressing. She wrote songs about how she didn't care that she was about to kill herself. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling that one at all. Yeah, I mean, she even sang a song about her dad, like trying to get her to go to rehab, and now he's gonna hologram her around on tour. I'm not good <laughs> with that. All right. Sorry to end on that note, folks. Maybe this song this will make it better. Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Just cause you're like a dumb beat around Another